0: Talk Radio. and the son said to him father i've sinned against heaven and in your sight and i'm no longer worthy to be called your son but the father said to his servants bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet this is pastor brad morgan it's good being with you today About a week ago, um, God spoke to me something concerning young men as we got ready to do our back-to-school rally to reach out to the children and youth in the area. And as I was praying, uh, God began to speak to me that he was going to be visiting young men in this area. But I know this is not just a word for this area, but I, I believe it's just a word from the Lord. Father, I ask you to bless this. I ask you to bless this word, and I thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for utterance, God, utterance as I get ready to to deliver this and deliver what you showed me, and I thank you for clarity. In Jesus' name, amen. And so the Lord was telling me that he was going to be visiting Young men, I know it's not just limited to young men, but God emphasized that that He was going to be visiting young men, first Samuel thirty verse eleven. Then they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David, and they gave him bread, and he ate, and they let him drink water, and they gave him a piece of a cake of figs and two clusters of raisins. So when he had eaten, his strength came back to him, for he had eaten no no bread nor drunk water for three days, three days and three nights. Now anytime you see that number three in the scripture, many times in the Old Testament you'll see the number on the third day. And the third day is the day of resurrection. So uh, this was an Egyptian. This was someone that was not familiar with the ways of God. And this Egyptian was brought to David and David, uh, fed him. And then David began to talk to him, but, uh, he gave him a cake. He, he fed him. And, um, because when he was in the world, he had, he had become famished and the people in the world, the Egyptians no longer wanted to take care of him. And that's the way it is in the world when you're serving the devil. The very people that you thought were your friends will turn on you. But this Egyptian came to David, and David began to reach out to him, and he began to find out where the where his enemy was. And, and basically, he began to do a deal, and he, he said that he wouldn't harm him. And so I believe God is going to bring people young young men to us sometimes God will have us come across their path God will speak to us to reach out to certain young men but I believe also God is just going to visit young men and young men are going to are going to be in our lives and it's going to be our opportunity to begin to share the love of God to begin to to feed them first Thessalonians it talks about how Paul shared not only the gospel of God but his own life because the people had, had become precious to him. And, and it, it, it said he imparted. He imparted not only the gospel of life, but that it, word impart means that he had two tunics. And so he took one tunic and gave it to the people that God gave him to minister in other words he was he was willing to give of what god had given him to give to the people that that god instructed to give him to. And so this is not going to just be handouts to people, but this is going to be a sowing. This is going to be an, an investing. This is going to be an unconditional love, but it's going to be by the Spirit. We're not going to do it because we feel sorry for people. We're not going to do it because people feel like they're entitled to certain things, but we're going to do it because we're led by the Holy Spirit. First Samuel 22, verses 1 through 2, it says, David therefore departed from there and escaped to the cave of Adullam. So when his brothers and all his father's house heard it, they went down there to him, and everyone who was in distress, everyone who was in debt, and everyone who was discontented gathered to him. So he became captain over them, and there were about four hundred disgruntled men with him. Now I added that word disgruntled. it's not actually in the in the new King James but these men were and and actually they were part of families but they were disgruntled. they were in trouble, they were in debt, they were discontented and what an army for for God to send and you know David is running from from Saul and so David, has opportunity to begin to minister to these men. So so it shows me something that sometimes in a season of brokenness in our lives, God will cause us to reach out and to, and to love people and to give our life away, to give ourselves away. Now, later on, some of these men... In the cave became David's mighty men. I think I I, I counted at the end of Second Samuel, you know I think maybe twenty five or thirty men became David's mighty men, which tells me not all of them became David's mighty men. Now uh, there could be different reasons for that. One reason could be they weren't willing to receive what David had to offer. The other reason might be they did not have the potential to all become David's mighty men. And so that's the main two reasons. So we begin to pour into the people that God gives us, and they might not look like much, but as they receive what God's given to us, then God will grow them up and God will make them. And I believe that's what God's doing in these uh, this hour. He's visiting these men, these young men, young men, that many of them have had no dealings with the church, no dealings with organized religion, but they're going to have a desire for the love of God, for love because they've not had love. They've not had love growing up. They've had abandonment. And as we share that love, God is going to visit their life and also visit our life. Now, Matthew chapter 18, verses 1 through 4, talks about the qualities that that we need to have and to minister to people, but also the qualities that God will begin to form in these young men. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Who then is greatest in the, the kingdom of heaven? Then Jesus called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them, and said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom. It was a little child. And I want to tell you something. Children, little children especially if they, some, some things haven't happened, if they're just raised in, in, a, in a good situation, they will be trusting. Little children have, have faith. Little children are, are willing, like I said, to trust, but they're also willing to give love. But little children have another quality. Little children have expectancy. Now, I have a grandson and that grandson it truly is a grandson. And he is always excited. He is excited to see me. He is excited to see my wife. And uh, he, he shows that joy and that excitement. He'll, be, he'll begin to run towards us when he sees us. See, he has expectancy to see us. And, and Jesus said, if you'll become like me, if you'll have expectancy to believe that I want to move in your life, to believe that I want to move in your situation, if you'll become as little children, if, if you'll have that quality of faith. And I think another quality little children have is they have a quality of humility. So as, as we have these qualities in our own lives, see as mentors reaching out to young men as we have those qualities of faith, of trust, of, of uh, love, of expectancy, of seeing something in them that they can't see. That's going to be something that's going to be attractive, and God is going to begin to heal, and God is going to begin to break the generational curse and establish the generational blessing. Now in Luke chapter 15 this is the parable of the prodigal sons. I know the Lord told me about 5 years ago that the prodigals were coming home to begin to make room for them, that they were going to be coming home. And Luke 15:15 15, 15, then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he set him into his fields to feed swine, and he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything, but when he came to himself, he said, "'How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and will say to him, 'Father, I have sinned against heaven, and before you' And I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he said. This this son, this second son, had had actually went and gotten an inheritance, and really the father didn't have to give it to him, but the father did anywhere Anyways, and and he realized he came to his senses, you know, when he was in lack, when he didn't have anything. He came to the end of himself, and he said, I'm going to go to my father, and I'm going, to, I'm going to tell him that I've sinned, and I'm going to tell him that I'm not worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And this is so crucial in, in change in our lives. Instead of give me, we turn, turn from give me to make me. Make me. Then, and he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And this is what God is going to instill in men this father's heart, this father's heart for young men. Some of them will be even our own sons, our physical sons that have strayed and god's going to instill a deep love in our hearts for the for the, for our physical sons but it's also going to be spiritual sons and god's going to turn our hearts turn our hearts towards them and we're going to be able to see them even when they're a ways off but we're going to be able to see that there's a turning in their hearts and the son said to him, "Father, I've sinned against heaven and in your sight, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son." But the father said to his servants, "Bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. So this ring has to do with an authority he He put an authority, gave him an authority that really he didn't have a right to you know none of us have a right to the authority that we've been given, but we have a right because of what Jesus has done. And he called him his son. And then he said, Bring out the best robe. You know, the elder brother got got uh, mad about the robe and I was thinking about this best robe and it's really not that it was the best robe in the world, but but I had the sense that the father gave him the best robe. First of all, we know it's the robe of righteousness, but he also gave him a robe that was suited for his destiny. And I believe as these young men come and come in repentance to God, that God is going to give them a robe that is suited for their destiny. And this is a season where God is visiting. God is visiting young men. God is going to prompt us to reach out. There will be some that God will prompt us to reach out to. But also God is just going to bring some in our pathway. We'll have a love for them. And we'll begin to invest in them. And their lives will be the be- for the better for it. And our lives will be the better also, Father, I thank you for the young men that you are bringing in, that you are bringing into the kingdom for this time. And I thank you for the older men, the more mature men, that are going to be willing to receive these young men, Lord. And they're going to be willing to show the love of God and that their lives will be transformed. And it'll be a win-win situation. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. It was good being with you today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I would like to encourage you to visit our website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. There's a secure site there where you can sow into this ministry. If you'd like to sow by mail... Our address is New Life Beginnings Church, P.O. Box 203, Pattison, Texas, 77466. If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come visit ours. Our Sunday service is at 1030. The church address is 5609 FM 359 North, Brookshire, Texas, 77423. We offer child care for the four year olds and younger. We also offer Children's Church for the five-year-olds up to fifth grade twice a month. On Wednesday nights, we reach out to the kids in the Brookshire-Pattison area. We have service and classes that start at 7 p.m. If you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281-802-8094. You can contact me by email at bmorgan542 at gmail.com. That's bmorgan542 at gmail.com. This program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings Church. And again, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. And I would like to remind you the best is yet to come. We love you and thanks for listening.